Good morning, good morning. Make a joyful shout unto the Lord. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. So enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise and be thankful unto him and bless his name for the Lord is good and his mercy is everlasting and his truth endureth to all generations. Good morning, Tabernacle of Praise guests and family and happy Sabbath. Yes. We are so blessed that we are once again together to worship the Lord in spirit and in truth this morning. Amen. And we are so excited that you have chosen to join us this morning to worship the Lord. And we would ask that you would share this site on, um, on your social media platforms so that others can join in with us as well. We are seeking a blessing from the Lord today and we know that God will use uh, this message today to touch our hearts and change us. So we're so thankful that you've joined us and we know that you will gain a blessing today. Amen, amen, amen. You know, we live in some perilous times if you're even remotely uh, alert and just watching the news you see that the wildfires out west are going a rampant the earthquakes the the, the 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 pestilence the the pandemic we have hurricanes down south the mm -hmm. civil and social unrest this earth is reeling and rocking and if, if there was ever a time that we need the lord before we need him now. Elder Wellington is going to lead us to the throne of grace this morning. And Father God, we're just ever so grateful, Lord, for the wonderful blessing of being able to come before your presence, to be able to unite with you, Lord, in communication via the prayer. Father, we realize the blessings that has been set before us, Lord, even in the midst of this pandemic, how you have kept us, Lord, and how you continue to keep us even as we press forward. But greater than anything we could ever ask, Lord, is a closer walk with thee. And so, Lord, we ask right now that as we enter into this phase of worship, Lord, that you would send us an additional portion of your Holy Spirit, Lord, all of those, Lord, who are connected via the various avenues that have been presented before them. Lord, we're asking that your spirit will move in such a mighty way, Lord, that souls will be touched, hearts will be changed, and individuals' decisions will be made. We ask, Father God, that you will continue to bless us, Lord, as we go through this period of this pandemic. Continue to protect, Lord. Continue to keep us, Father. Lord, more than anything else we could ask, Father, render our hearts unto you, Lord, that we will be able to be 
true servants called to do the duty that you have asked us to do. Let us, Lord, be true servants for thee, true witnesses for thee. Lord, let us be beacons of light to all those, Lord, who are traveling through this passage of darkness. We ask, Father God, that you would bless our, our leaders in a very special way in this, this world as the new revised division of people or leaders are going to be coming through, Father. We ask, Father, whoever will be president, Lord, will be someone that you will have set in place, Lord, that will be able to make the proper decisions based off of true facts, Lord. We ask, Father God, Lord, that you will be with all the other leaders, Lord, that will support. We ask, Father God, also, Lord, that you will continue to be with, with all the children, Lord, your, your children who are out in this world, devastated, Lord, by the, the various decisions that have been made in the past, Lord, that they, Lord, the, the leaders of the world to come, Lord, that they will become more fervent in their desire, Lord, to vote, to be able to share in, in moving this world in a new direction. We ask him, Father God, Lord, that you would also, Lord, continue to be with uh, the various uh, teachers out here, Lord, who are trying to teach our children, Lord, on this, this virtual uh, teaching uh, ways that we have. We're asking, Lord, that you would just touch them, Lord, in a very unique and special way. We're asking, Lord, for continued growth in our church, Lord. We're asking, Father, that you would move in a mighty special way with the pastor today, Lord, that as he breaks the bread of life. And, Lord, it would be words, Lord, that have been dealt from you. That, Lord, he would be removed, Father, and you would be seen. You would be heard. You would be the one who would be doing it. We ask, Father God, also, Lord, that you would continue to be with uh, each and every individual who has been stricken with this, this virus, Lord. Please, Father God, touch them. Heal them, Lord. Please take them out of their pain. Lord, take their families out of the hurt and sorrow, Lord, that they have to endure watching their loved ones go through this. And Lord, for those who are going through these periods of bereavement over the loss, Father God, please touch them. Touch their families, Lord. Lift them up, Father God, and give them strength, Father. Let them, Lord, not look at this passage, Lord, as lost, Lord, but let them look at it as an opportunity, Lord, to be drawn into your presence, to be able to know who you are. We ask, Father God, Lord, that you would also continue to bless this, this, this particular community, Father, as we are about to engage, Lord, into a new war, Lord, with our pastor, as we fight uh, the evil one, Lord, as we try to gain hold of our community. So, Father, we just ask for your blessings today. We ask, Lord, that you would continue to strengthen us, continue to love us, Lord, and let us love on one another. We ask these things not because we're worthy, Lord, but because you're worthy. And we give all honor, praise, and glory unto you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Happy Sabbath, everyone. Um, I'm going to do our stewardship. And for those of you who are not familiar with what stewardship is, it's when we devote our lives to Christ by way of our time, talent, temple, and treasure. We give it all up to him. We lay it on the altar and we say, here, Lord, use me, use everything that I have as you will. But today I want to kind of um, focus on our temple, which is our body. And the, by the aspect I'm looking at is our mental health. Do you know that right now, because we've been in a pandemic for seven months, seven months, and there appears to be no end right now, the anxiety is off the chain high is really, really high. So I want us to remember some strategies, some things we can do 
using our time, talent, temple, and treasure to become more, let's see, mentally healthy during this very, very difficult time. So we, first of all, if we, because if we don't, then anxiety will implode upon us. And we may find ourselves immobilized by fear, by stress, by anxiety, by sadness, by discouragement. So we wanna do something active every day, every day to pull ourselves through this situation and to allow the Lord to work through us. Yes, God can work through us and we can do awesome things during the pandemic if we will try and if we use some of the strategies that we have. For example, we can remember to help somebody else. That's right, use your talent. If you can sing, if you can uh, encourage people, if you can write letters, use whatever you have. Because when you're focused on somebody else, guess what you're not thinking about? Your own problems. So the more you think about other people's problems, the less you're thinking about yours. The more you think about them, the more you encourage them, the more hope you'll have for yourself. So use your talents to help somebody else. And then I want you to, for mentally, for our, temp, our temple, our mental health, accept this situation. You have absolutely no control over this situation. God has control. So every time you start worrying and thinking and, you know, wondering, et cetera, remind yourself, I am okay. Right now, I am not sick. Right now, I have food in the closet, if you have it. Right now, I'm living somewhere. So accept the situation as it is. Because if we're focused on this situation, dreading the situation, guess what we're not doing? We're not looking for solutions. We're not accepting solutions that God is trying to bring through our brains. So accept this situation. Say, here I am, Lord, where I am, use me as I am. And so that will be very helpful. And then remember to stay faithful. You know, it's interesting when things get out of whack, we abandon ship. We stop studying, we stop reading, we stop praying, and we just focus on that problem. We're just thinking about the problem. Don't abandon devotion time. Do not abandon your prayer time. Stay on, on, on your study schedule. Stay focused on those things. And we might have even abandon eating good food. You know, I know I've been eating more potato chips lately, but I'm going to get, join you guys this week and I'm going to let go. Okay, we have one more bag. And then I'm going to try to get one bag every other week. So um, don't abandon your good eating habits and your exercise. Do that. Keep it, keep, stay focused on, uh, on your um, regular schedule. That also includes your giving. And I will dare say to anybody, instead of giving up on your return, your tithe and offering thing, I got to hoard this. I got to hold on because this might have, again, looking at the problem, not looking at the solution. So instead of thinking that, give more. Dare the Lord. He said, prove me now. Try me. See if I won't do more for you than you could ever do for yourself. God is so good. He just loves us so much. These are just a few, few strategies to help you stay sane in this insane time to help you stay healthy in what could be a very unhealthy and unproductive time. This is a time for us to turn to the Lord. And then there's one more thing. I uh, Beverly said that this is going to be our hymn time. And I like hymns, so I have a hymn for you. And I want you to listen carefully to the words. I'm not going to sing. I am just going to read. So here we go. In times like these, in times like these, you need a savior. In times like these, you need an anchor. Be very sure, be very sure that your anchor, hold, your anchor holds and grips the solid rock. We have nothing else 
All we have is God right now. It is so exciting. Let's see what God is going to do for you this week. Come to God with an open mind and open heart. And instead of thinking about the problem, ask God, what can I do for somebody else this week? Get excited about this situation because God is all in it. He knows it from the beginning to the end. He knows the exact date of the last case of the last person that's going to walk out of their hospital with this, this illness. And we will all praise God together. God is good. You guys have a great week. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Sister Carol, for that encouraging word for us to be faithful. In times like these, we definitely need a Savior as solid rock. And I'm just so excited right now. We're getting ready to sit down at the banquet table because our new pastor, Pastor Fields, he is going to bring the word today. He is powerful man of God, and he always brings a, a banquet of food, spiritual food. So just get ready to sit down and get ready for this spiritual feast. And we want you just to call somebody, just connect with somebody and tell them the word is getting ready to be served up right now. Come on in. Plenty of food ready to be served. So after our special music by Sister Beverly Stewart Anderson, uh, singing, Oh, How I Love Jesus. What a beautiful hymn today. The next voice we'll hear be, will be that of our pastor, Jonathan Fields. Pray for him. Hear ye him. Sing along with me. I'm just going to sing a hymn this morning. Oh, how I love Jesus. What a testimony.
And it is definitely a blessing, Sister Beverly, for you to lend your gifts and your talent to be able to magnify the name of the Lord in such manner. I want to thank you for that song of selection. Oh, how I love Jesus. I don't know about you, but I can't help but to love him. Do you love him this morning? Do you love Jesus this morning? Amen. It is indeed a blessing and an honor to be able to come before you on this stage, on this platform, to be able to share the love of God to um, the people of the world, um, those that are chiming in all over. This is just a, an awesome blessing to be able to stand on this platform. I'm recognizing and I realize that we are in a pandemic. Um, this is a time where there are families that have um, suffered great loss, um, be it the loss of a loved one, a son or a daughter, a mother or a brother. Um, some have lost um, loved ones, um, two and three in one household. Um, some may have lost um, their job. Some may have lost um, relationships, but you know, um, even in the midst of this pandemic and with all of the loss and all of the hurt and all of the pain and all of the tragedy, um, there is hope. Um, this pandemic um, has saved somebody's life. Um, this pandemic has now caused someone to um, have to slow down, um, take another approach, and as a result of them slowing down, um, um, they were able to maintain their health a little better. Um, this pandemic um, have caused some to take a second look on their eating habits. Um, this pandemic has, has, has um, afforded individuals an opportunity now to spend more time um, with their family. Um, this pandemic has, has, has some pros uh, and, and it also has some cons. Uh, but, but, but at the end of the day, um, it's a blessing to know um, that we serve a God that that no matter um, if you lost a loved one, if if you if you if, if you lost a job, it doesn't matter if now you're able to spend more time with your family. We serve a God that that is able to work all things well. And so I'm just privileged today and honored to be able uh, to stand and represent um, the God of the universe. Um, when you think of that in its entirety, um, entirely uh, 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 the God of the universe, the God that that spoke all of this into existence, the God that 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 is able to do anything but fail, and yet we have given this here platform and this privilege and this opportunity to come and speak on His behalf. I am truly humbled and I am truly grateful. Um, I'm also thankful for uh, my elders, um, the, uh, my elders team. Um, we praise God for you, Elder Harris. Again, we thank God for all the, the hats that you wear. And um, Sister Teresa, we thank you for um, lending him to us. Amen. And, and, and even with your busy schedule, we praise God for all of your efforts. Um, Sister Beverly and just a whole tabernacle of praise family, our media team. Um, who was behind the scene, uh, but Andre working tirelessly. Uh, we had some glitches on last week, amen, and we pray that we're able to work those things out. But as we said before, uh, whenever there is something that God wants to do major, 
especially in the lives of his people. Um, the enemy is not going to stand by and allow that thing to just um, peacefully take place. He's going to do whatever he can to thwart the work and the plan of salvation. And so I encourage you, um, even as we get into our message today, um, that you don't allow the enemy to throw you off your game, um, that you stay in the fight. Amen. If you have your Bibles with you all real, real quick, want to um, also send out some celebrations, some birthday celebrations. Amen. Um, thank God for my daughter who celebrated a birthday on um, this past Thursday. Um, uh, we praise God for her. We have another daughter who will be celebrating her birthday on Sunday. Amen. Amen. And we also want to celebrate um, um, Elder Harris. Amen. Um, I believe turned 96 on yesterday. Amen. Uh, so we praise God for you. Come on. Can we just, wherever you are, can we just put our hands together? Amen. Praise God. Uh, Elder Harris, 96. Praise God for you, my brother. Amen. I just bow right now. Praise God. Amen. We thank God for you. Um, and so we want to celebrate all of those who are selling birthdays and in this month. This is a special month um, for those that are selling birthdays as well as anniversaries. Amen. We praise God for you. Um, at this time, if we could just turn to our word. Um, I hope that you are armed and dangerous. I know you have your PJs on and some of us are relaxing in the comfort of our cozy bedrooms. Amen. Um, you're able to have church from your own, your own space. But I pray that your word, your Bible is nearby. Amen. Um, and so we want to just take this time to get into God's word. I believe that there is a word from the Lord. Amen. I believe that there is a word from the Lord, the book of Philippians. This is the New Testament, New Testament, the book of Philippians. I just want to just share something that Lord, the Lord has laid on my heart and pray that you will receive it as well. Philippians chapter three. Come on now, turn with me to Philippians chapter three. Um, we just want to read just a few verses with you, starting with verse 12, and we'll read 13, and we'll stop at 14. Amen. Philippians chapter 3, and we want to start with verse 12, and we'll read 13 and 14. And it reads that, not that I have already attained or am already perfected, but I press on, that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have any apprehended, to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. I press towards the goal for the prize of the upper call of God in Christ Jesus. Today, I just wanted to share with you on the topic of um, I press. Press on, press on. Let us pray. Loving Lord, our Father, our God, our Savior, um, we are so thankful, so blessed, so privileged, and so honored um, to be able to come before you on this day. Um, and as always, Father, as we stand before you, um, we ask your Holy Spirit to come in now. Um, it's not I, but it's Christ on the inside. Let your word be proclaimed. I must decrease that you, O oh God, may increase. Hide me now behind the cross. Into thy hand, I commit my spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Press on, press on, press on. Look at your neighbor, turn to your neighbor and tell them, press on, press on, press on. 
Hey, man, you may be in the room by yourself. I don't know. You may be in the room. Look at your lampshade. Look at the lamp and tell the lamp to press on. Say, press on. Press on. Amen. That's right. That's right. Look at that chair. Say, press on. Press on. I press. I press on. We're living in a very, very challenging time um, where pressing is uh, paramount. Um, I'm reminded of a, 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 a time a while back, um, some few years ago, back in my 30s, I believe. Um, I was a... Um, in the Lake Region Conference, and every year they would count me, they would have a special uh, Father's Day program where we would have a race, amen, um, and so they would do the 20-year-old, um, the, the 20, 25, you know, the young folk, and then they said 30, 35, you know, we get out there, and, and, um, and I remember I got out there um, on the, on the track, and I've always, I always um, believed to be a pretty fast runner, and, um, and I remember getting out on that field, and um, us us guys, we lined up and they fired the little gun or said go and and we struck out and, and, and I ran and I'm just no, no, you know, I did win, praise God. Um, to the point to where um, one of the young men um, came to me afterwards and he wanted to race again. He was one to just let me know that he can beat me, amen. But I was, you know, being as wise as I am, that's what this is representing, uh, being as wise, <laughs> I didn't have it then, but anyway, um, being as wise as I am, um, I didn't race him again. I said, no, you know, I'm going to take my win and I'm going to enjoy it. Um, and so the next year um, we um, get to camp meeting and yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. Um, the young man was actually looking for me. Um, he went home and he said he practiced. He was pressing. He said, I was practicing. I'm ready. I'm ready now. Um, and so we got out there again. Yes, sir. Um, I must admit, I must admit, um, I won again. Um, and, and then this went on for several for several camp meetings, um, but it just lets me know that um, you know sometimes in life, um, you know we have to press. You know things don't always go the way that we like for them to go. Things don't always pan out the way that we like for them to. Um, but nonetheless, Paul here is reminding us in the book of Philippians um, that we have to press. Um, that we have to. That we no matter how difficult, no matter how challenged, no, you may have fallen down. You may have. You may have felt defeated. Um, but you cannot give up. You cannot stop. You cannot. And so the first thing I want us to understand as we look at our text here um, in the book of Philippians chapter 3, um, verse 12, I just want to read that to you again. Uh, Philippians chapter 3, verse 12. And it simply says, it simply says, not that I have already attained or am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. The first thing I want us to take away from this um, passage here is that, is that pressing is paramount. That's right. Pressing is paramount. I mean, this is vital to our salvation. Uh, pressing is nothing that we can take lightly. Paul reminds us here. Now, you have to keep in mind that Paul uh, uh, this man of God, and I, and, and I, and I tend to liken myself um, to Paul, because when I look at Paul, see, Paul, uh, 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 this, this uh, apostle, this, this here follower of Christ, you see, Paul wasn't called by way of all the other disciples. You understand what I'm saying? The other apostles. Amen. Uh, uh, Jesus called Matthew, come follow me. Uh, uh, Peter, uh, uh, come follow me. James, uh, 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 come follow me. But Paul, on the other hand, this, this, this here man of God, if you will, uh, um, calling came uh, a, a little bit different than all the other disciples. 
all the other apostles. Uh, uh, see, Paul's mission was to kill as many Christians as he possibly could. That was his pressing right there. Paul was here. Paul, Paul planned a uh, 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 Paul, Paul, Paul desire and, and, and his passion. Understand what I'm saying? His, 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 Paul lived to kill Christians. Amen. That's what Paul was about. Pa Paul was about destroying anything that had to do with Christ. And yet on that road to Damascus, we understand the story and realize that Paul, while he was en route, while he was en route to kill Christians, he met up with Jesus. And so when Paul penned this, Paul has a testimony. And one thing that I have to understand and we have to understand that as we read uh, Philippians and read this story here is that Paul is mindful that he's not perfect. Paul says here in this opening passage, he says, not that I have already attained. You have to understand, Paul, Paul, Paul is reminding the family in Philippians, the Philippi, if you will, uh, uh, that, that he's not there yet. You know, it's easy for us to get on our high horse and feel like that we have arrived. You know, I've met many and I pray that uh, uh, many, uh, you know, that, that, that no one has, has um, encountered me um, and, 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 and I've uh, uh, displayed the um, attitude or the character um, that I have arrived because I want to put it on the front line. I want to put it out there right now. I want everybody under the sound of my voice to know um, that I have not made it yet, uh, that I'm still a work in progress. That's right. There are some things that I'm still struggling with. There are some things that God is still working on and working out of me. There are some things that I still need prayer for. Amen. And I believe that you, under the sound of my voice, that you are out there, uh, uh, understand and realize, if you want to be honest with yourself, that there are some things that God needs to deal with you about as well. And Paul understood that. Paul says, I have already, I, I, I have not already attained. Paul goes on to say, or am already perfected. I have struggles. I have issues. I have problems. You out there listening to me, you have issues. There are some problems that you're dealing with. There are some things that you have to let go of. There's some, some, some things that God is trying to get you to break away from. Some things that God is trying to get you to recognize that this is a danger to you. You have to let go of it because God is trying to work uh, work in us some things out of us. God, that's what God is about. And Paul is saying, listen, I haven't obtained it yet. Listen, I haven't made it there yet. And I understand that. So he goes on to say that I may be a, a whole, uh, he, he goes on to say, but I press on. Hallelujah. He says, but I press on, I press, I'm not perfect. Uh, I, 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 I've made some mistakes before, but I cannot allow my past mistakes get in the way of what God is trying to do in me right now. I have to press, even though sometimes my minds bring up stuff that I've done uh, years ago, I press, even though I think about something, I may have done some stuff just yesterday, but today is a new day and God has given me me a new start and today I am pressing towards that mark. Oh yes, I, 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 I understand. 
uh, that, that, that the road is not easy and that it gets a little difficult sometimes, but, it's, but it will help us as believers. It will help us as followers of, this, of, of the Most High God if we first and foremost understand that we're not perfect. You see, it's easy to fall into that trap of, of, of our past life when we think that we've made it, when we think that we've conquered and we think that we that, that, that that's all that's the old me. And I understand old things have passed away and behold, all things have become new. That is true in Christ. But sometimes let's be honest, my brothers and sisters, let's just let's just go ahead and, and, and put them and put heads to bed and let's go ahead and let's and let's just tell the truth and shame the devil. Sometimes all those things that we talk about has passed away. Sometimes those things are not passed away. Let's be honest, my brothers and sisters. There are times when we ourselves have resurrected stuff that God has delivered us from. There are some times that you've gone back. Come on now, let's just be honest. You've gone back, you made phone calls, you've, you've, you've engaged in relationships that God has severed and broke you away from, but because of your own self-righteousness, you thought that you had it, you felt like you were able to, and, along, uh, and all along the way, the Holy Spirit was nudging you and telling you, don't go there, my brother. Don't don't go there, my sister. Leave, leave, leave him alone. Let, let, uh, uh, let, let him be. I, I have set the captives free, but for some odd reasons, like the children of Israel, we feel like being back in Egypt is better than going over to the promised land. And Paul is saying, I need you to understand, I'm not perfect. I make mistakes sometimes. Hallelujah. And Paul understands that better uh, uh, that, that you know I don't want to say understand that better than any one of us uh, uh, because the truth of the matter is we know us better than than, than anybody else know us. Can't nobody tell you about you but you. Come on, somebody. You know, it's easy for us to look at individuals and start laying claims and start uh, 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 talking about what they should and what they shouldn't. Oh, oh, it's easy to sit back and tell somebody else how to live their life. Oh, oh, come on now. Let's not let's not play around with this thing now. Let's just go on and be honest up in here. It's easy for us to look at somebody else and tell them how they ought to go about doing it. But let somebody come and tell you about how you ought to do it. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Keep your feet down there. I know I'm on your toes. Just leave them, leave them down there. Leave them down there. Don't pick them up. Leave them down there. Uh, it's, it's, it's easy for us to tell others about their flaws and, and their mistakes and, and their problems and, and their issues. But let somebody come and knock on your door and tell you about your issues and your problems and your hang up. Oh, yeah, them fighting words right there. Oh, yeah. That's just like knocking the, what back in the day, we used to put the stick, anybody used to put the stick on your shoulder? Come on, somebody. Uh, those, those are fighting words right there. Paul said, I am not perfect. I make mistakes. He said, I have not obtained it, but at the same time, I press. So pressing, number one, we have to understand is paramount. Amen. It's paramount. The number two, let's, let's go to the next verse right here. I love it. I love it because Paul, Paul understand, uh, uh, like, you know, that, 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 that we need Christ pressing. We have to press that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of. 
Christ has already laid hold of it. Paul is saying, let me let, let, let me just bag up there right quick because uh, uh, I don't want to I don't want to jump over that point uh, uh, because Paul recognizes that there are some things that Christ has already done. There are some see 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 we we can't earn our work our way into the kingdom of God. If, you know, we can't eat our way into the kingdom of God. Come on now. You can't even fast your way into the kingdom of God. You can't even church your way into the kingdom of God. And all you good Sabbath day, oh, I love my Adventist folk. Come on now, I'm about to, uh, Elder, I, 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 may, I may be relocated uh, uh, by, by behind this one, but, but, but I have to tell the truth because I need us to understand that, that, that even the best, as, 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 as wonderful Adventist as you claim to be, amen? Uh, uh, you're on Sabbath, you're on Sabbath school, uh, you you on time for this? Uh, you you you're eating right. But let me be honest with you: there is nothing you can do that will inherit you the kingdom of God, because Christ has already done it. And Paul is simply saying here: Paul is saying that that I'm pressing, I'm pressing on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ has already laid hold of. I'm not doing something new here. I'm not, I'm not doing something out the box here. I'm simply just trying to grab hold of that which Christ has already laid hold of. It's not hard. It's not rocket science. Paul goes on to say here in verse three that not only, not only, not only is pressing paramount, but verse 13 reminds us that pressing is also our prescription. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's let's go ahead and jump in this right quick. Brethren, brethren, I do not count myself to have uh, uh, apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. That, my brothers and sisters, is our prescription description right there. Paul laid it out. Any one of us that has ever went to a doctor's office, any one of us that has ever been to a dentist and had major work done, uh, uh, that, that, that there is something, that there is something that they do, uh, uh, they grab a piece of paper and, and they begin to fill out some information and at the bottom of it, they put the John Hancock, they give it to you, you take it now to the pharmacist and then you exchange that for a prescription. Prescription. Why? Because the prescription is what's going to help you get better. It's going to also help you with pain. Come on, somebody. Uh, uh, sometimes the prescription will help you to, to um, lessen the pain that you may be experiencing. The prescription will also help you get better as you go through your transformation. The, 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 this passage right here is Paul's prescription to us as believers as we press towards the mark. That's right. He said, this is what you need to do. I'm going to lay the prescription out for you. He said, brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended. Come on, somebody. But one thing I do, one thing I do, he says, I'm forgetting those things which are behind. You know, it's so easy for us to bring stuff with us. As I talked in my first sermon about moving. And there are some times when we have to remember, there are some times 
when we when we sit back and reflect and there are some times where we have to we have to hold on to some things but Paul in this text right here he said listen I have to press I have to forget some things that were behind in other words Paul this here soldier uh, this here warrior you see Paul behind him he was a Christian a, a killer behind him he pursued Christians he was a murderer uh, behind him there were some things that Paul said I cannot allow to come forward because if I allow them to come forward they will hinder what God is trying to do as he ushers me forward because he says now I'm reaching forward towards those things which are ahead of me and if I allow my past life if I allow those things that I've, God has delivered me from if I allow those things that God has freed me from uh, to intrude on what God is trying to do in my future my future will simply look just like my past and I cannot allow my past to intrude on my future. This right here is my medicine. This right here is the prescription that Paul is giving us that we have to fill out, that we have to take to Dr. Jesus and say, Jesus, there are some issues that I'm struggling with. There are some things that I still need work with. Help me to be the best me you've called me to be because I'm struggling right now. There's somebody out there that's struggling right now. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. Listen, I get it. And I know that this message is hitting right now. I already, listen, as I was, as the Lord laid this message on me, one of the things that the Spirit just kept throwing on my, uh, in my mind and, and laying on my heart, and that is there is somebody out there that I am specifically speaking to right now. I know that you're listening. I know that you're struggling. I know that you're ready to throw in the towel. I know you're ready to just give it all up. I know you're ready to just turn around and walk away. I know you're there. Why? because I've been with him. I understand what you're going through right now. I haven't met you. I don't know what you look like right now, but I know for sure, for sure that he that has begun a good work in you is faithful. Hallelujah. He is faithful to bring that thing to pass. We just have to do what God is calling us to do, and we have to press. That's our prescription. We have to go when God says go. We have to give God I everything. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I understand. I know. I know. It called me. It's been calling me. But I have to understand the more you press, the more you work, the more you push, the more you let stuff go. I'm telling you, I don't want to say it'll become easier, but you'll become stronger. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because the enemy is not going to just sit back. He's not going to just sit back and let you walk through this thing with no issues. I just have to be honest with you out there. I had a friend of mine a long time ago. Uh, he's still a friend. I consider him a friend. Amen. And um, I remember uh, uh, he came to me. Um, we were at San Diego Rescue Mission. He came to me and he was having some issues. And he said, he said, he, he, he asked me, uh, how is it? You know, how, you know, what do I need to do? Because it seemed like as much as I pray, it seemed like as much as I pray, you know, it seemed like the enemy continues to show up no matter how I pray, no matter how I try to do right. People still mess with me. My temper, this, he just went all and all into it. I said, well, let me just ask you this, my friend. I said, you've been into a fight before, right? 
He said, yes, I've been to a fight before. And I said, let's just be honest. Let's just be honest with each other. You know, no one is judging you. I said, have you ever been knocked down? And, you know, sometimes pride want to get in there and, you know, you don't want nobody to know you've been knocked down. Um, and, you know, especially if you've been knocked out, come on somebody. Uh, but, uh, but, uh, but, 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 but he admitted, he said, yes, I've been knocked down. I said, what did you do? He said, I got up. I said, and when you got up, I said, did you ever get knocked back down again? And he said, yes. I said, what did you do? He said, I got back up. I said, it's the same thing you have to do with this, with, with the enemy. I said, the enemy may come, he may knock you down, but guess what? You have to get back up. And if you get up and he knock you down again, guess what? You keep getting up. You keep getting up. You keep getting up. No matter how many times you fall, no matter how many times you slip, no matter how many times you mess up, you keep getting up. You keep going back to God. You keep telling God, God, I need help here. And if you get knocked down, you get back up and you plead, God, I need deliverance right now. And if it seems like God is not listening, I want you to know something. God never takes his ears away from his children. God always watching over his children. And sometimes, my brothers and sisters, let me just help you out right here. Sometimes, my brothers and sisters, God have to allow you to fall so that as he helped you up, you will realize that it wasn't nothing that you've done. It wasn't because of your great works. Sometimes God has to allow stuff to happen just so that you can see the, his greatness, so that you can see his goodness. How do I know? Just ask Mary and Martha when their brother Lazarus died and they were upset at the fact that Jesus didn't come when they asked him to come. Jesus said to them, it was good that I wasn't here. You wonder why Jesus would say something like that, that is good that you weren't, that, that you, what, what, what does that mean, Jesus? Sometimes God have to allow stuff to happen in your life so that you can see him in a different light. You know, it's easy for us to look at God as this, you know, bless me now, Lord, bless me now. But see, when you go through something, you don't know how to how to handle it because now the pressure is so heavy on you. You, you, you don't want to pray no more. Uh, you don't want to go to church no more because somebody said something to you, made you feel some kind of way. Oh, no, no, no. This right here, my brothers and sisters, this is our prescription. This is what we need in order for us to become successful in this thing called Christianity. Sometimes you have to go through some stuff. Sometimes you have to go through some stuff. Amen. Not only that, let me move on here. Let me move on here. Our last, our last verse here, verse 14. Verse 14 says, I press, I press towards the goal, hallelujah, for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Now, it's, you know, it amazes me that there is so much stuff, that there is so much stuff out there, you know, as I read and study and prepare you know, you come across so much information. And I read this one article that said that the pressing or the goal that Paul um, was talking about is simply a smile on God's face. Now, while I don't have a problem um, with putting a smile on God's face, but I believe that the pressing towards the higher goal and the calling that is on us is more than just putting a smile on God's face. Uh, amen. And when you go from the Old Testament to the to the New Testament, you know, God has always been about since the fall, since the fall, God has always been about getting us back in right standing with him so that we can be with him face to face yet again. Remember, before the fall, we were in the garden. And I say we, even though I wasn't physically there, but 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 we were in the garden. Come on, somebody. And, and, and we commune with God. Adam, 
he talked to God face to face. God has always been about trying to get back to that relationship with us. That's right. That's right. Even when Adam failed and he had to put him out of the garden, God didn't stop there. God said, I still need to have this relationship with you. I created you uh, for, for, for my glory. Amen. And, and, and so I want to read commune with you. And so God desired to put together a, 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 a sacrifice. He put together the sanctuary. And, and now God said, now maybe I could come down and dwell with my people because I have to be with my people. And even when Christ, when God came down and, and, and in the sanctuary that, 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 that he may dwell amongst his people, his people still shun him. And God never gave up on his people to the point where God said, you know what, maybe, maybe I'll come down there in, in, in physical form. Maybe if I just clothe myself in, in, in a human body uh, and come down and walk with him, talk, maybe then. And even that wasn't enough. But God never gave up on us. God said that maybe if I come and bring them to my, to my place to my palace. Maybe if I prepare a place for them, hallelujah. Maybe if I go away and prepare a place for them and, and, and then come back and receive them and then take them to this earth made new. It may, maybe then they'll understand the depth of my love. God has always wanted a relationship with us, which brings me to my last P right here. And that is found in verse 14, the prize. That's right. See, we have to understand as we press, first of all, pressing is paramount. Verse 13 tells us that pressing is our prescription. We have to, there, there is a prescription that is described to us as we are pressing, that we are pressing with a purpose, that we're not pressing just for the sake of pressing, but we're, press, we're pressing because there is a prize that we're all trying to obtain. And Paul understood that. My brothers and sisters, it gets rough sometimes. It gets challenging sometimes. It gets heavy sometimes. But at the end of the day, uh, we are reminded that our press towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of Christ in Jesus. I have to understand that me pressing is not just about me, but it's also about God dwelling in me. It's also about me pressing. It's about me showing other individuals that God is still alive and well. I'm pressing. Why am I pressing? I'm pressing because this is my way of letting God know that I trust him. This is my way of letting God know that I believe and I depend on him. I'm pressing. Why am I pressing? Because pressing is paramount. If I never press, I'll never obtain the goal. If I never move forward, how can I get to the end goal? If I'm staying in one place, I have to press. My brothers and sisters, we have to press. We have to press towards the mark of the higher calling. We cannot and we shall not allow this enemy to keep us in marked time. This is not the time for us to fall short, but this is the time for us to prove our faithfulness to a God who is faithful. This is a time for us to show the all wise God that I believe and trust in you. This is the time for us 
has to let God know that in spite of all of my trials, in spite of all of my triumphs, in spite of all of my shortcomings, you are still there. This is the time for me to let God know that I shall not give up. I shall not quit. Even if I have to go home and practice and come back next year to try to win the race. And even if I come back next year and still lose the race, I'm still going to press because I know that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And even though I may not get it today, there is always a tomorrow because my God is able to do all things but fail. I may not make it right now, but I trust and believe that one day he that shall come will come and he will not tarry. I'm a testament of the fact that if you press on, you will be a overcomer. If you press on, you will be victorious. If you never give up, there have been many times I've fallen on my face. There have been many times when people have counted me out. There have been many a times when I've counted myself out. But I'm so glad that God birthed something in me that wouldn't allow me to stop. I'm so glad today that God put something in me. What God has given me, the world can't take it away. I'm so glad this morning that he that is able to do all things never turned his back on me. And those moments and in those times when he left me by the wayside, he said, I will never leave you. I felt like he left me. I felt like I was by myself. I felt like I was all alone. I felt like he didn't understand. I felt like he just left me all by myself. But oh, when he showed up, he didn't just show up, but he showed up and he showed out because here I stand on the other side of Canaan in the name of Jesus. Why everybody counting me out? God has just multiplied all of that stuff that I've lost. God never gave up. God never turns his back. God never push you away, but he's always grabbing hold of you, always trying to do a new work. That's what I love about my Jesus, and that is he sees me for who I am. He sees me not just for who I am, but he sees me for who I shall be, and what he sees is himself, a reflection. That's what I'm striving for. That's what I'm pressing for. I'm pressing up for the calling of, of Christ Jesus. I'm pressing up. So when I stand before the Father on that great getting up morning, he'll be able to look at me and say, well done, thou faithful servant, thou good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. Come on up a little bit higher. I want to make you ruler over men. I want my God to see me as himself. I want when he look at me, like when you look in the mirror in your bathroom or your bedroom or wherever the mirror is in your house and you walk past that mirror and you see a reflection of yourself. I want when God look at me that he sees a reflection of himself. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost, because somebody needs to understand that God is not 
not through with you yet. As long as there is breath in your body, God said, I am not through with you yet. If you just trust me, I will pull you through. But you have to press. You have to press on. Even when you want to give up, you have to press on. Even when you want to throw in a towel, you have to press on. Oh, my brothers and sisters, do we have any pressers in the house today? Do we have any pressers in the house today? Oh, I can go on and on and on because this thing right here, it gets good to me because I look back over my life uh, and I see many a days uh, when I should have been kicked out. Uh, but God in his love, uh, God in his mercy, God in his wisdom was able to look beyond my faults uh, and he was able to see my need. Uh, oh, I'm so glad this morning that God didn't leave me uh, where I was, uh, but he was able to take me up uh, a little bit higher. Oh, can I get a little help in the house today? Oh, yes, God didn't leave me. He didn't leave me for the enemy to just take me out. And believe it or not, my brothers and sisters, oh, there were many times where the enemy could have had me. But God said no. God said no. God said no. And just like he said no for me, he is saying no to you or for you, should I say. He is saying no for you. The enemy wants you. I know I need you to listen to me. Somebody's out there right now. I don't want to sound too prophetic, but at the same time, I got to tell you what God is telling me, that there is somebody out there, and I need you to understand uh, that God knows your struggles, uh, that God knows your pain, uh, that God knows your hurt, uh, and he is saying right now, don't give up. Uh, I know you want to let go. I know you want to come out the fire, but God says, uh, just like like he did with the three Hebrew boys. If you stop long enough and look around your situation, look around the fire, if you look closely, you will see that Jesus is right there in the fire with you. I know you want to throw in. I know you want to give up. But the Spirit of God is telling you don't give up. Don't give up. This is not the time to give up. Corona is running amok. Social injustice is plaguing the land. But this is not the time to abandon the ship. This is not the time to throw in the towel. This is the time for you to stand still and watch God's salvation because he says, I will give you what you need to make it through. Oh, yeah. Oh, I need to land this thing right here, right now. God said, I'm going to give you what you need. I'm going to give you everything you need. All I need you to do is press. Press. Therefore, let us, as many as are mature, have this mind. And if in anything you think otherwise, God will reveal even this to you. This is not the time to give it up. This is a time for us to trust God, to trust him even when we can't trace him, to believe him when all help is gone. There may be somebody listening. I know you out there. I need you to, I need you to, I need you to reach out. I need you to reach out and let me know because I know that God is make, he makes no mistakes. I know that God 
makes no mistakes. And this message is for you. And I just need you to trust God in these last days and never give up on him. Just write in the link there. Click on the link and also subscribe to our Facebook page and subscribe to our YouTube. Amen. You can even find us on Roku and Twitter. My prayer is that you reach out because he that shall come will come and he shall not tarry. Let us pray. Loving Lord, our Father and our God, again, you are so, so amazing. You are so awesome and you're so wonderful. As always, Father, everything we say and do is to bring honor and glory to your name. Without you, Father, we're hopelessly lost, but with you, we are more than conquerors. So we're asking now that you would do what only you can do in creating us a clean heart and renew the right spirit within us. There may be somebody, oh God, even now, or there is somebody under the sound of my voice that need a touch from you. They're struggling with their faith. They're struggling financially. They're not sure if this thing is even worth fighting for. Father, we need you to intervene for them right now. Save them from themselves. For the enemy will love to pluck them away from you, oh God. So grab hold of them. Keep them ever before you. And we'll be ever so mindful to give you the praise, honor, and glory. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord, Pastor. What a powerful message that truly was. Pressing. I'm pressing. When I want to give up, the, we just got to keep on pressing when we're assailed. We have to keep pressing. Pressing is definitely paramount. I'm so glad that God has given us the prescription to keep pressing towards the prize of the high calling. It reminds me of that song, I'm Pressing On, The Upward Way. New heights I'm gaining every day. Still praying as I onward bound. Lord, plant my feet on high, higher ground. Thank you, Pastor. That was meat in due season. Praise the Lord for that message today. And saints, we want you to share that page. You have to share this message. We need that message every day. We need to be encouraged to press on towards the mark. Thank you once again, Pastor. And we just have a few announcements. Um, this evening at, at, at uh, 2.30, our training for discipleship class will be led out by Sister Karen Lewis. We'll be studying out of the book, Testimonies for the Church, uh, uh, Volume 1, Chapter 70, entitled uh, Duties, uh, Dangers and Duties for Ministers. Praise the Lord. And so we want you to tune in on that. And uh, this went this Monday, all of our board members, we're going to have a special board meeting at seven o'clock. And Wednesday, we want everybody to tune in for our power hour prayer meeting and vital that we tune in and connect with, with each other during midweek so we can encourage us to keep pressing on. So praise the Lord until next week. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you and give you peace, both now and forevermore. Amen.